This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Tis the season to shine with HM. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. <laughs> How are you guys? Really good. Good? Really good. Yeah. yeah, great. Good. Really good. So I wanted to talk about the first year of high school. How's first year of high school for you guys? As parents and for your kids, your uh, impression of how it was for your kids. I thought it was pretty uneventful. I mean, I was really happy with how it went and the new school. She didn't know anyone and she got involved and got into a sport and I really have nothing negative to say about the first year. That's good. I know. I mean, because we went in blind to this new school. Right. It's not in our area. We didn't know anybody. We really didn't know anybody who went there before. Right. Um, and I'm pleasantly surprised it was a super easy year. Good. Yes. People still burying their lunch garbage. Remember <laughs> yeah, that? that girl moved on. Yes, I forgot about her. Yes, she's moved on. Oh, okay. Reminds me, I guess you guys talked about at the last Girl Scout meeting about sophomore split. Gabriella was telling me. Uh, oh, yeah, Tatum yes. was talking a Tatum. lot yeah. about sophomore split. I had never heard about that. I had never heard of it either, but yeah. Tatum explained it. I wish it had been on a podcast because she explained it so eloquently at Girl Scouts. And George was saying, yes, that happened. Definitely happened at um, but I don't remember what Gabby said. What, what did Gabby say? Um, I talked to her just the other day because I was asking her about for this podcast, like what, you know, and she mentioned it. And I said, did that happen? She goes, yeah, you know, this a little bit because it wasn't a huge thing. But in her little group, there was definitely the garbage girl. Who yeah. Her garbage. <laughs> that girl split. Garbage girl and, split. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then another one, two other ones split. Uh-huh. And then they've gained a couple others. Yeah. You know, so yes, there was a sophomore split. Interesting, isn't yeah. it? It is. Yeah. Um, for us, it was, a, I think it was kind of a mixed bag. Yeah? Yeah, it was, for the most part, it was good. Um, but there was definitely some struggles with um, the girl scene and the groups and the friends. It was all super copacetic for almost the whole year and then right at the end of the year there was you know Instagram drama and um, friends freezing other friends out for Aww. apparently no reason but I'm sure that you know there is a reason so that part of it was a little bit rough yeah um, and then other than that getting involved in everything it was it was really good a lot of right. school spirit academics a little here and there but ended out pretty good yeah trying to get used to the new system and the workload and the block schedule and boys yeah and all of that yeah yeah it was an interesting year for us too and mostly good but you know george has always been pretty much a straight a student mm -hmm. and that has not been the case all of freshman year she i think maybe had one a all year 
And I'm not sure it was um, because she was academically challenged. I think it's because she was socially and time management challenged. Like this new system of, uh, they have what's called a block schedule to explain everybody that's listening. She goes, uh, she has each period, each class period is an hour and a half. So on one day she'll have periods one, two, three, and four. And on the next day she'll have period five, six, and seven. And then it goes back one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They rotate one, what's period one today is not period one two days later. It kind of shifts around. So there's a lot of like, you know, French isn't first period every day or every other day. The the subject changes all the time. It's constantly changing. So for her to have to keep up with, okay, what class is first and where am I going and when do I go to my locker and what do I need? And I think that was really challenging for Georgia. I think she needed you know, period one through six, even though now this year she's really relaxed into it and seems to have really gotten, you know, a grasp of it. But I think deciding to be on the softball team, which was a six day a week commitment, was crazy on top of trying to figure out the schedule. So her grades freshman year, I don't really care about her grades. What I care about is that she's typically an A student and suddenly is a B and C student. So then I go, okay, what's going on? Is this school really hard for you? Uh, what's happening. And I don't think the school's hard. I think the management of all the moving parts was really hard. And there was drama that she wasn't in, but that she witnessed. You know, like there were two girls that were um, hooking up in the bathroom. And there was a lot of drama around these two girls because they're obviously gay. They're at a Catholic school. There are nuns on the campus. And they're like, they're going to get kicked out. And everybody was so supportive of their relationship and terrified that they were going to get kicked out. I remember there was a lot of drama around that in the beginning of the year. And so-and-so was going to tell on them. And that's not cool. And someone took a picture through the crack in the door of them. Oh, goodness. You know, smooching and posted it and all this stuff that she wasn't involved in any of it. But it was upsetting for her to see that people would do that. Who would spy on somebody, take a picture, and then post it publicly was really upsetting for Georgia. So I think, you know, Georgia's always been really young emotionally. She's always been like the last to stop playing with dolls, the last to kind of start because she's June birthday. She's a little late. So I think for her, that was a big leap from her little insulated group here in our community to go to this place where she didn't know a single person either, like Gabby. She knew one, Maya. Uh, she knew one person, but they had never hung out or, you know, didn't have anybody in common to be thrown into this new schedule, six days a week softball, and all this um, ancillary girl drama that she just, it was, a, it was, I wouldn't say it was a hard year, but it was definitely a, her most difficult year maybe besides sixth grade. I have to agree. We have that um, same crazy block schedule as well, but we don't rotate. So it's one, two, three, four, and then five, six, seven. Uh Well, after seven, they have X period. Do you guys have X period? Yes. Yes. Well, except for at her school, X period means go to the mall or Starbucks, not (laughs) do your homework or study. And um, T was the same thing, always straight A's. And then this year it was like, oh, so we're not getting straight A's. Not only are we not getting straight A's, but you're working to keep that B. Right. Or And she's the first to admit it wasn't, it's not academically too hard for her. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think it might've been a little too easy mm. in some regards. Yeah. So you know how you get all your work done the day before you leave on vacation? Yeah. I think she was slacking a little. Plus, I think there's some challenges in regards to now they use iPads for mm everything. All your books are on iPads, all your assignments are on iPads, and most importantly, submitting your homework is on the iPad. Ah. She seemed to do okay with the iPad. I mean, she knows how to find YouTube and Instagram and, you know, they can (laughs) hack those things like crazy. Right. But the submitting your homework on the iPad seemed to be the most challenging (laughs) concept of all. She would do the homework and then for some reason, it never got submitted. I was like, oh, well, no wonder you don't have A's. Straight right, A's. right, right. So hopefully we're going to turn the corner and that won't be the case this year. Right. Yeah, I think the same was for Georgia. She she was not challenged, especially math. 
her math class, she could have slept right. and made a B. And she made a B. And I kept going, you should be in honors math. I wanted to put her in honors math the first year. And I was talking to her counselor. And she wanted to be in honors biology. And I wanted her to be in honors math. And the, the counselor was like, let's start with one freshman year. Just do one really high achieving class freshman year. And then you can add sophomore and add, keep adding. And that way, you know, freshman, there's a lot of stuff to get used to. So don't, don't kill yourself. It's not necessary. So that's what we did. I think it was a mistake. I think we should have had non-honors biology and honors math because she had a B in both. We did the same thing. And, and, yeah. yeah. Same, same thing. Regular math, not honors. Yeah. And I was like, wait, it, this is so easy for you, but you're getting yeah. a B. Same. She was snoozing. Mm-hmm. It didn't help that her teacher had no personality. Her teacher, her teacher was going to be a nun and then fell in love and was abandoned at the altar, which oh ruined God. her. <laughs> and she decided to just live by herself and raise llamas. <laughs> so she has llamas. And she still wears like, the clip barrettes on each Aww. side. She breaks my heart. She was coming to the softball games when they were, you know, Aww. in the championships. And I was like, there's her math teacher. No wonder Georgia can't listen to her. The poor little thing. She Aww. probably weighs 85 pounds soaking wet. She's to- tiny. And all in her classroom are pictures are with her, her, with her, her llamas. With her oh, my llamas. gosh. I love her already. She's precious. She's like half nun. She's like <laughs> half nun. And she went to she went to the nun same school. high school. Oh, she went there, she too. She went to this Aww. high school. Bless her and heart. And seems like her mom went to this high school, oh too. Oh, my goodness. And she's just like this little old spinster llama-growing lady that teaches math. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but Georgia was like, Mom, I can barely stay awake. She was very soft-spoken. Yeah. So she was oh. teaching like this, really kind of folded into herself, tiny, yeah, llama-growing woman. Aw. Yeah. Uh, math teacher was just the opposite. The kids were petrified of her. Oh. They just like, they were scared to that. I was like, just go ask her a question. How hard can it be? Uh, well, she got fired. She, she did. did. So there was some truth. Yeah. There was something going on there. Yeah. I was surprised. I was like, no way. So yeah, sure enough. How about that? Gabriella's mm-hmm. math teacher was awesome. Yeah. He was, she would, she came home at first and was like, oh my gosh, mom, this math teacher gets up and he puts these problems on the board and they're wrong. She goes, I can't believe he's doing it wrong and we have to correct him. And so I'm like, all right, that seems a little weird. And so then I went to back to school night and the guy is totally hilarious. Yeah. Deadpan, super funny. And I went back to her and I said, he's doing it on purpose. <laughs> he's been teaching here for like 17 years. He knows how to do these problems. He's right? taught this class over and over. He wants you guys to get the errors on the board on purpose so you're paying attention. She's right. like, oh, <laughs> And he just had that way of teaching and was super gentle about it and made them figure it out and um, gave them answers to the homework, but they had to do it. And just he'd figure it out a way to teach these guys in a kind of an unconventional way. That's cool. And I like that. Me they, too. She did really well. And I think everyone else did too. That's so, great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So we were happy with her math teacher. That's good. Oliver, her art teacher was the only one that was a little... Uh, I think she could have uh, been a little better, but everybody else was pretty good. Well, I was talking to Georgia and Tatum about the the class they liked the least. I haven't asked Gabby this, Mm. but it was French. And Spanish. And Spanish. And um, I asked the question, do you think that you are such a good learner that when you have something that is really hard to learn, you don't like it? Or the teacher is the problem? Because for Georgia, the teacher was the problem. Now, she has the same teacher this year because she's gotten the hang of French. She loves it. She now wants to go to Paris. She was, she wants to, like, go see French films because she's getting it. In the beginning, the venom that came out of Georgia's <laughs> mouth from this woman, I kept going, this is not about the teacher, Georgia. This is about you being uncomfortable with struggling to learn, right? 
So I asked them if they thought that could be what it is, if that's why they hate that class so much. And it was interesting to watch their face go, huh, maybe, maybe. I bet it's the first class that's actually really challenged them. Yes. They're not used to learning that way. No. You know that book you gave me recently? Which one? Uh, You gave it away to, I think you had had some in your car. I don't remember the name of it. But I- Oak Dermot book? It was oh, a woman on the front. Um, yes, it's um, what's uh, what's Kristen's book called? Takes two minutes. Takes yes. two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So I opened that today. It's just so funny that you're talking about this because on that page it said, "Don't tell your kids that they're smart." Yeah. Because then they get used to like, "I'm smart. I should just get this." Yeah. And so when they come across the challenge, they're like, "Wait," and they don't want to dig in and do it. You know, the work. Yeah. yeah. And they expect just to get it. So I think that's what she's talking about and you're talking about. That's right. Yeah, they came right. across their first like big challenge. Yes. Very uh, true. And they went, I'm a failure. Yeah. I'm a, I can't do it. Because we do tell our kids they're smart. And I just went, oh, gosh, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, to for Georgia to live with Isla mm-hmm. and to see Isla struggle with every subject, <laughs> even math, which is her strongest subject, but math is reading problems. So for her, that's been a struggle forever. I think Georgia's been like, Got it. Right. Super easy. Right. As much, I've I've always told her she's smart, but I'm not always like, you are the smartest mm-hmm. person. You know, it wasn't yeah. my focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for her to juxtapose herself with her sister <laughs> in this household had to have added to that mm-hmm. some way. And for her to finally, I kept saying to her too throughout the course of the year, this is how your sister feels in every subject. So, you know, I have to help her a lot because she feels like you feel in French in every subject. And I think that's the first time in Georgia's life she could relate it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, until you experience something, sometimes you can't really have that kind of compassion. Absolutely. Some of it. Yeah. But not all of it. And I think she went, she has offered to help Georgia Isla with her homework so many times since then. It's like like walking, she's walked in her shoes. Yes, where she goes, like empathy. this this would suck. If this were every class, this would suck. I just have it for French, you know? Tatum said something the other day in the car on the way home. There was someone else in the car. I'm sure she was saying it because one of the other girls that we carpool with was in the car. She was just like, I'm just not a very good test taker. And I looked at her, I said, please don't ever say that in front of your brother who actually has a really hard time taking tests. Yeah. I was like, it's not that you're a bad test taker. You're a really good test taker. You just weren't prepared for that test. Right. Which is a big difference. And she was kind of like, oh yeah, I guess guess you're right. Yeah. Does it seem sort of, dynamic where they kind of realize oh well hey maybe i should help out some more yes maybe oh maybe now i understand in a different way you right. know Which that's what good. we all should search to do right in life in general is to try to understand something in a different way right because everybody's your life experiences are completely different than mine so right. how could i ever understand something through your filter right mm-hmm. and vice versa but if we tried i think it would be better for everybody right so that was a gift that the French teacher gave our house was to have Georgia kind of be gobsmacked a little bit. Just kook, what's the heck? I don't, I don't know how to persevere. She really didn't know how to persevere. I mean, she really came undone about that one class. Right, right. Which I, I had no idea I had set her up for that mm-hmm. because there was really no problems all through elementary school, all right. through middle school. Right. We were just cruising along. Right. And I kept saying, you know, when we were putting our girls in softball, the reason I wanted Georgia in softball was so that she could be bad at something. Right. And know what it feels like to not be an expert right, right off the bat because learning was like expert right off the bat. And she hated softball. And I think that's why, because it was, you know, out of her comfort zone. So I was really shocked when she decided to join the softball team in high school because I thought all these kids have been playing since kindergarten. You're going to be really out of fish out of water. Right. And she has been the whole time and she's kind of figured out how to relax through it. But for whatever reason, that French class really kicked her butt. Hmm. Um, Interesting anyway. I thought thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Sometimes they like to take the easy path. Like T didn't want to swim on varsity they wanted her to swim varsity uh-huh um and she's like i said hey why didn't you take it easy you were already doing comp team and everything else for cheer 
And she was like, oh, I think I'm going to do varsity. And then the next week she came up, she's like, you know what? I'm staying on JV. And after a couple of weeks, I was like, why are you staying on JV? And because I want to win. Mm. And I was like, oh, well, at least you realize that, mm. that, you know, while you're a freshman, you can be on the JV team and just win. But I was like, oh, well, why don't you go on varsity and lose for a little while? Right. I think that might be coming this year, which would be great. Yeah. It is so great for them. It's to a lose. good lesson for them. Yeah. And they figured it out themselves. It's funny. They make these decisions and I go, oh, I don't know about that. But I keep, if I, I've learned to keep quiet and then they come back around. I, I, I almost think that they, they're looking for, for that answer from us. But then they just they think about it on their own. And if I, I make like not a big deal about it. They come back around and they make the right decision. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. I think you, you, as toddlers and as young kids where you had to make the decisions, if you do that, not right, but if you do it in, in alignment with your value set, right. then that's already in place. Right. They just have to find it. Right. And they're searching for autonomy at this age anyway. They yeah. want to make the decision mm-hmm. themselves. They really do. Right. So mm-hmm. to just let them. Let them. And let them yeah. fall and then yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Let them figure it out. Right. I know it's... um. Bert has a hard has a hard time with that. So like Georgia's softball is at, from five to seven on Wednesdays. Well, she gets out of school sometimes at two, sometimes at three, and I'm like, she's just gonna have to stay at school. I can't drive, pick her up, right. thirty an hour round trip, and then an hour round trip at five p.m. to turn around an hour round trip at seven. I can't spend three hours driving her because of softball. Right. So she's just gonna have to sit at school. <clears throat> the library's open. There are adults on campus. She's a block and a half from a, from a grocery store. If she ate all of her lunch, there's vending machines. There's a refillable water bottle station. She's going to be driving in like a year. Surely she can sit at her school from three to five. You right. know, I'm not going to go get her. This is the choice she made. She wanted to be on the softball team. That's what she's got to do. And she's fine with it. It gives Bert anxiety to think that she, oh my God, she could be home. She could be doing this. I'm like, she's doing her homework. She's fine. Right. Let her go. And even like socializing more, you know, if there's other kids that are hanging back. You there know? are. Yeah. Get to know them a little better, a new group or whatever. Totally. You know? Stretch your wings a little split. bit. That's yeah. What, that's what split. the problem is, though, the socializing. Same thing. T gets out at like 1.30 sometimes and we'll have practice from at 5. And she's like, oh, I'll just stay here. I'll go to X period. And I was like, oh, you mean you'll go to the mall and to Starbucks <laughs> and to socialize and then come home at 730 and start working on your homework. And have two and a half hours. Of yeah. Homework. It's like, yeah. that's not going to fly. Do your homework first. And yeah. then when you're done. So when you come home, you can eat dinner and go to bed at a decent time. Right. So they can they can leave. See, at Gabriella school, if you leave, you can't come back in. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. So they she, just come and go as they please. She chooses when she does have to stay a little later for waiting for her friends to get out she'll just go to the library because she knows she can't, if she can go to the mall next door, but where is she going to sit? And so she'd just rather go to the library and do her homework. Yeah. She's by herself. And Right. Hey, looping back, what is the school's policy on the two girls hooking up? I mean, obviously, I know they're you're still not in school. To, I know they're not supposed to hook up in the bathroom, but do they have a more lenient policy on... Um, homosexuality and all of that, or are they very strict in regards to following the church? Well, that's an interesting question because it was never really publicly, like the parents didn't know about it. I knew about it from my kid. Both girls are still in school. And my understanding from Georgia is that both girls were talked to, but, but I don't know what that means. And they're still dating. Like they still hold hands and stuff, but I don't know if they do it at school. Mm. Um, and you know at school if it was a male female some of that pdf probably wouldn't be allowed either either right so i don't know that they're i I don't know the answer to that it was never you know we never got a newsletter there was no like hey parents just so you know this is going on so i've only heard from georgia but i know the two girls are still in school so they didn't get expelled Mm -hmm. um which would be you know you would think would be the catholic route since that's clearly not accepted in the Catholic Church, so maybe that's they're becoming more lenient, or maybe certain schools are more lenient. Maybe, and you know, I find it fascinating that this school is all nuns. There are no men, 
There's no male teachers? Oh, yeah, male teachers. And no, not all the teachers are nuns, but oh. like the 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 school is is created by the sisters of right? And they run everything. And then some a bishop or somebody will come in and visit. Mm-hmm. But they run everything. So I I feel like the women are a little more liberal is the wrong word, but maybe accepting, loving, um, embracing. um, I don't know. That's my impression. But again, just my impression. So, yeah. And I didn't ask anybody, hey, what's going on with the two, you know, gay chicks hooking up in a bathroom? I didn't ask about that. But I know the administration knew about it because the the post was like on Instagram or something. And it was that was not cool. And the girls who posted it. Got, I know they got in a talking to also. Right. They are the ones who should be in trouble. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. That's terrible. It is terrible. You shouldn't hook up at school. Boy, yeah. or girl, boy, boy, girl, girl. It doesn't matter. There should be none of that at school, no matter your sexual orientation. Yeah. But so, yeah, I don't know. But there shouldn't be posting about it at all. For sure. For sure. No matter what. For sure. Um, I had a question now. So how do you feel about drugs and alcohol in the school and your kids exposure any exposure any of that going on freshman year they are so strict and so on top of it at this school which is public just surprising um there's really nothing no riffraff no nothing is that because you think that she doesn't see it or that you really don't think it's going on i really don't think it's going on because she would see it i mean you can because she saw it at happening or she sees it wherever happening you know you can see the smoke coming out or um when they do the vaping thing but there at school at least there's that's interesting because that's such a huge school such a huge school but they're really really on top of it they Mm. drive around in those golf carts and they are watching and there's cameras everywhere and they're super strict and the kids know it Hmm. Hmm. like they are they'll catch you and they will throw you out or do whatever they do to them but Gabrielle doesn't see it at all and I ask her about it all the time too that's great yeah that is that's really that's really great how about how about you oh boy just the opposite yeah yeah at school um yeah at school I think it's um I think there's there's been a lot of exposure I think the kids like to experiment and try and see what they can get with, get away with there. Mm-hmm. I know that there's been vaping and people have been kicked out and removed for having paraphernalia or weed in their bags. There's been quite a few people who have been kicked out last year. Really? Yeah. They have, um, we have a zero tolerance. Yeah. So even for paraphernalia. So there have been people who have been kicked out, which is kind of crazy. It's like if you, if you know that you're going to get kicked out of school, why would you bring it to school and yeah. take that chance? And especially, you know, private school that your parents are paying for, that you had to work hard to get into this school. And, you know, it's not just the normal matriculation school where the where you go. Same thing with you. You guys had it was really hard to get into your school. Yeah. No. You, for, well, it was a lottery. It was a it lottery. Was but. To get in. But you had to you had to apply. You had to go to back to school night and figure high school night and figure out where you wanted to go and do all the tours. It wasn't just a normal. Let's, oh yeah, yeah. It the school goes just from like, here yeah. to here. Yeah, yeah. It was a conscious decision yeah, yeah, that you yeah. guys made Absolutely. to send her there. Yeah, and for her to go there. So it just it just amazes me. I guess one kid was a senior and got kicked out. Oh my god! Like, like within a month before graduation. Now I have no idea why he got kicked out. But um, uh, it must have been something pretty egregious. I can't see it being for vaping or something like that. Huh. Interesting. But they do have, um, it's really interesting. So if you get caught doing something, you as a student get to have a a faculty um, advisor, I guess, who will go and testify with you in support of you. And um, against the panel that is set up to determine what the punishment will be for your infraction. Interesting. Yeah. So it, I think it helps the kids know that at least one of the adults is on their side. Right. Peer pressure, as we all know, yeah. is huge yeah. at this age. And so maybe that's what it is. Like it, they're not thinking 
ahead. They're not thinking of the consequence, really. They're just thinking, I'm going to look cool with this vape pipe in my pocket. You know what I mean? It takes over, the, you know, they want to be popular and cool. So that's mm-hmm. taking over their common sense of like, I'm going to get kicked out. Yeah, I think you're absolutely happens. right. Yeah. Kind of that decision-making part of your brain obviously <clears throat> is not. Yeah. And know, pretty mature, normal for them. Pretty normal. Like, that's what I, I wonder sometimes they're not just forgetful. I mean, my kids forget stuff all the time and they forget they have it or forget they mm-hmm. put it in the backpack or, I mean, I think you're probably more right than being forgetful, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if one of my kids, not that they're doing drugs, but if they put something in their backpack, I just forgot they put it there. Um, um, I think Georgia's school hasn't had anything on campus. They have like drug dog search, random drug dog searches. And I haven't heard about anything on campus, not even vaping. But I know I've heard about it after school, like at football games or at after stuff. Mm-hmm. That nothing at a dance or anything like that. It's hmm. always like off-site. Parties. <clears throat> Georgia said that's happening in those places. But she's not going to those places. So. And drinking. And drinking. Pot, vaping, drinking. Yes. Drinking. No, Nothing else. No other, like no meth, no, no nothing like that. Um, that's all I've heard about. So I think for the most part, it's probably off campus and her school was kind of known as the, that there's a lot of partying going on there and we have a new principal and she's really cut back on that. I mean, that's good. They've changed it. We have the drug dogs too, which I'm like, same thing. I don't think kids are smart. I think they, you know, forget things and leave them in their backpacks, but the drug dogs come. They also, you know what else we have? We have mental health dogs. What they, does that mean? They bring um, mental health support dogs to school during um, finals week oh. and everything. <laughs> Sorry, complete change no, of direction. You know what I thought? It was someone who could sniff out someone who has had mental health problems. Oh my God, I wish they had schizophrenia, that. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia, <laughs> bipolar, bipolar. I, that's what I thought that meant, really, that they could that's sniff so out. funny. <laughs> I wish we had that. Right? That'd that be really be awesome. <laughs> she definitely has right. girl drama. This, that is like, one. Oh, <laughs> this one is full of self-loathing. Self-loathing, right? Eating disorder, eating disorder. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then how would the dog one. tell which one? Like, well, he'd point a different leg. Right. <laughs> is, one ear up means right. this. One ear down. I don't know. What Wagging a, the tail, tail between his legs. Clearly, my brain was not. Think that one through. <laughs> <laughs> interesting concept though yes uh, mental health dog that's awesome though so the dog comes to relieve stress the dogs come to relieve stress <laughs> during sweet. finals week makes yeah, more sense. sense a lot a lot of support in that regards <laughs> well high school let's see what else sophomore split has happened um it was really unnerving for georgia i don't know how it was for your girls but she had really bonded with her softball team. She was one of six freshmen, and five of those six left her school. Mm. Didn't even just wow. leave the team. They left the school. Wow. All five of them, well, four of them wa- wanted boys in their class. They, <laughs> they were not into the all-girl thing. The fifth one, her dad was the head coach for softball, and he retired. And she, she um, was a very sweet girl, but I don't think she found her place in that school. And the whole year, she just didn't find where she fit, and she didn't want to stay. So they let her go to a different school. I don't know how she's doing now. but So Georgia's like basically lumped in with the sophomores for the new softball team this year, and she feels a little bit lost, I think, in that mm-hmm. because she doesn't have her tribe, mm-hmm. even though she's still, you know, the three sophomores that were there last year, they're still close, but it's not the same. It's not the same when you have... You know, you just went in biology with her, and now you're going to softball practice together. She doesn't have that right on her team. Yeah. Um, and there were definitely some girls that she used to eat lunch with that she doesn't anymore. But it, what the four that of uh, the group of four that seem to be emerging are really good kids. So that sussing out freshman year, and uh, there's a lot of posturing I think that happens to try and jockey for position. Yeah. See who's cool, who's not cool, who's in, who's out. A lot of that happens, I think, freshman year. And then sophomore year, you start settling down a bit and going, oh, okay, my people are over here. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's what I've observed from Georgia. Right. Um, 
Do you feel like any of that's happened for your girls in the sophomore split incident? Um, what I've noticed, the other girls, it was just kind of a natural split. They kind of knew this one girl was not really, was half interested in being with them, you know, so she chose to go off with a, a different crowd. Um, and another one, she, she's, Interesting, an interesting girl, and she definitely <laughs> was not. She's kind of on the outskirts. She's a cool girl, but um, what I've noticed that is really cool is these girls, and just not this group, but I've noticed some other friends of ours. They're learning to talk about the issues and bring it up That's with good. each other. So if there's an issue, like this one girl, it's been a little negative and. And the girls are we're getting kind of sick of it. And they had kind of had a discussion with her about it at the end of last year. And that girl got a little angry and stormed off a little bit with a different crowd. But this year, I think over the summer, she must have thought about it and thought about her actions and what she was doing. And this year she came back and she started up again with not being real nice with the things she was saying. And um, that afternoon, she called my daughter and said, listen, what I said today was not very nice, and I'm sorry. Oh. Um, and she said, you know, they, they discussed it. Right. And that happened a little bit last year, too, that they would get home and they would FaceTime each other and be like, hey, what was that about? You know? Right. And I'm really proud of them because we would have never done that in high Ew. school. No. Even now, it's hard to do. Yeah. And these guys, girls that are learning to do it now. That's which great. will help throughout their lives. And another girl who goes to a different school she had a real hard time sophomore split and um, I don't want to mention her name because she's not here or whatever, but her mother was telling me that something similar happened to her daughter and um, she found a new group this year who were really nice and she wrote all those girls a letter, an email and said, this is where I'm at. This is what's happening. I don't, I'm going to move in with this other group. Um, and this is why, but didn't, wasn't there, there wasn't blame or anything. It, and she was beautifully written and people wrote back and, and said how nice it was to hear that from her. So I'm just super proud of this, gr these girls doing this. Totally. Uh, cause it's really hard to do. It's really know? empowered. Yeah. Right. It means that they understand their feelings and can articulate them, which is quite mature. Yeah. Um, and, and then grows more positive self-esteem if you're able to, say what you need to say and have less attachment to the person's reaction on the other side. You yeah. Because I would have been like, oh, they're going to be so mad. I'm just not going to mm -hmm. say anything. Yeah. Or I don't want the drama. I'm just not going to say anything. Instead of saying, no, I need to be heard and whatever happens, I'll deal with. That's yeah. super healthy. Right. Really I healthy. Thought so too. I thought so too. That's great. We're doing something right. Yes. <laughs> One or two things. Right. One or two things. <laughs> One or two maybe, things. Maybe yeah. not a lot. Yeah. I'm, we had a lot of that. We had a lot of the sophomore split. She was hanging out with a big group throughout most of freshman year. And then right toward the end and at the beginning of this year, well, mainly toward the end of this, people started to break off and nothing really happened between any of them. But like, you know, when you're starting out with such a large group, these people are going to hang out here. So the groups have rotated a little bit and there was one incident that I think was pretty upsetting to T is one of her friends just that she felt very close to completely ghosted her. Oh, and what do you mean ghosted? Well, just disappear. They had gone to a place together and hung out for the day. And then the next day at school, the girl was nowhere to be seen, not hanging out with them, deleted them, deleted her off of her social media. Oh, really? <laughs> Just no reason. That seems extreme. Yeah. Yeah. No reason. And it's it, it's really hurt her feelings. Yeah. And she hasn't talked to her about it? She had. Well, yeah, the girl won't talk to her. And mutual friends, she's like, what did I do? If I did yeah. something, let's talk about it. We're really good friends, you know. Let's discuss what has happened so we can work through it. And if if we can't work through it, that's okay too. But at least, you know, at least I know. Yeah. I mean, I think she feels like a like a 
you know, like a dropped boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, it's just they were really good friends. Feel like that. Yeah. So, and that was a while ago. That was last year. But I know that it's it still bothers her because sure. you there's know no it, answers. It, it comes no, up. Yeah, there's yeah, no closure. answer. I just want to know what happened. Yeah. I want to know what I did. Right. So that that's happened. So there's been some moving around, and now I think she's just still trying to figure out exactly where her people are. She does have a good group of friends, which is nice. Yeah. But I'm not so sure it's completely settled yet. There might still be some moving. Got it. So for first year of high school, what was the hardest things for you guys? What was the hardest thing for you? For us. Hmm. Seeing her go through the social stuff was really tough. Yeah. And then also trying to navigate the frustration of the not turning in the homework and knowing that she's not doing the best that she can. Yeah. I didn't care if she got straight A's as long as she was trying and working hard. Mm -hmm. And I think she was, it was just the, the lack of being able to handle the schedule and turning your homework in and that type of stuff was super frustrating. Plus, um, her acknowledgement of that. Her acknowledgement of, of, of those shortfalls, like instead of coming and saying, oh, hey, I totally screwed up. I didn't turn this assignment in. It would be like, how's chemistry or how's whatever? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> when it was not fine. When it was not fine. When it was not fine. So that I think that was probably my biggest frustration. Right. I'm trying to think of something. Nothing? Nothing. How about the drive? The drive. The drive for me is not bad. I, and I am not a morning person, so you'd think it would be really hard. But getting up that early... How early do you have to get fine. up? I will get up like at quarter of six. Leave, we, we were leaving at 6.30, but that's a little too late. So now we're leaving about 6.15. And there's no one really on the road. The sun's kind of just coming up. And the road I take, uh, you can kind of see the sky and the mountains and... And I get out of this area, which is so congested, and there's a lot of just energy happening in this area. Yeah. And, and up there, it's just the sky's open. It, it's just open. The energy's open. And I just, it feels good. And I get to get in, in that area every day. And so I don't mind. That's great. You know, it does get a little congested coming back, but right right after the exit I have to take. And we get to talk in the morning and she puts on her music and we listen to music and it's um it's not bad. So I surprise myself, you That's know. That's good. That it's not that bad. Are you moving, yeah. Margaret? Are we what? Are you moving? moving? No. Are you moving to the open area? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh no. No. But um I do shop up there because it's just easier, you know, there's bigger parking lots and there's a lot of places right around yeah her school where you can shop i do that too i know i do that too when i have to go get georgia there's so much shopping around her school right Uh, just go early there's a beautiful new whole Whole foods giant brand new so i'll just go early and do the shopping and so yeah for me i'm trying to think of something that maybe i'm missing something but really knock on wood it's been great the hardest thing I think for me has been a couple things. Um, I think for me, the driving has been hard. There's was so much softball. I, I, I do not have the open sky mm-hmm. drive that you have. I have the 101 that is just Ugh, miserable. A parking lot, you yeah. know, when I have to go for softball. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't look forward to it. I try to put a podcast on. I try to like listen to, you know, the Almond Brothers. I haven't listened to them in a long time. Let's listen to Eat a Peach from start to finish. Let's go, you know, and make the best of it. But it 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 sucks. Yeah. It really does. It's very wearing. It's very wearing, and it's right when I need to be making dinner. Yeah. And I'm by myself. So I don't have someone at home making dinner so I can make this drive. It just makes the day really hectic at yeah. the end of the day when I want to be chilling out right. with my kids. Right. And so I don't like that. I do like all the benefits Georgia gets from that, but I don't like that for me. Yeah. And for the way I'd like our house 
to run. I feel like I'm walking in the door with my hair on fire. Everybody move. Right. You gotta start dinner, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's my fault. Maybe I should sit down on Sunday like all these professional moms and plan my menu for the week and know that that's my crock pot day and have all the ingredients all set and throw it in the crock pot at 2 p.m. and we walk in, dinner's ready. But I can't do that. I can't function like that. I've I've tried and I, I don't have enough of a like set schedule for whatever reason. Every day is different. So I can't, it's been really hard for me to do anything like that. Right. And I can't bring myself to eat fast food or I, know. I can't do that. Pick up something all the time. No, yeah. I can't do no, that. I can't either. It makes me feel also like yeah. I'm failing as a mom. Right. Right. Like, El Pollo Loco again. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't, yeah. I can't do that all the time. So that's been the most frustrating part for me is the, that, that part of how it changed my routine because I, we would eat dinner together every night and we still eat dinner together but it always seems so rushed mm-hmm. and George is always like I gotta get to homework I gotta get to homework I feel like I never see her yeah. ever she comes home from softball practice eats dinner and goes to her room and does homework and goes to bed and I don't see her and she's social which is fabulous but like she was at your house for like four days one day or you're you're part of the neighborhood and I was like I didn't see you all week or these four days and she was at your house so now I haven't seen her at all I feel like I'm not seeing her ever yeah um which is healthy for her right I'm happy for her I'm not talking about her I'm talking about me this is how this has affected me because I think it does affect you it makes me feel like I am that much closer to her being in college yeah and being gone and that makes me sad for me happy for her but sad for me um but yeah that's been really hard and it's been hard too for me to I wish sometimes we could just take wisdom out and put it in their brain you know and just go this is how this is how you make friends super easy it's not hard Mm -hmm. here's how you do it here's my little microchip on making friends and just not have so much anxiety about it I know Mm -hmm. it's her path and you have to go through that I understand that but sometimes as a mom you want them to protect them your instinct is no pain you know no pain no pain pave the road yeah exactly but they have to (laughs) pave their own road yeah that's been a little hard too to kind of go oh in that moment you should have yeah keep my mouth shut like you were saying let them come to it themselves yeah that's it's it's, that's that's really hard yeah it is it is hard it is hard because you don't like to see them get their feelings hurt or not have someone to sit with or you know not necessarily that but no, Not, but I, I want to go, I know who that bitch is. Right. And that bitch ain't good. And don't go back to her. And But you can't say that. Right. You know, I've seen that person right. before. We see the red flags, mm-hmm. but they don't yet. Exactly. So they have to learn to recognize re- red flags themselves because by telling them there's red flags, you know. They go more toward right, the right, red right. flag. Right. Like, I can time. tell you or you at this age. Yes. Dude, you know, I dude, see red flags with your contractor, or whatever it is. Right. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. But I don't think we can do that at this age. You can't. They got to figure it out. It's really hard. It is hard. hard. I mean, you can always encourage. It's like, oh, do you want to go to so-and-so's house? You know, you can encourage that. But if you try to stop it, it's just going to keep, make them want to go more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it goes back to what we were talking about before. If you give them the value system that you believe in, they'll eventually come to it. Mm -hmm. if If you've had like a healthy relationship with your kids. Um because my kids do eventually come to it mm-hmm. right but it, I just want to go I'm so bossy I guess or something or opinionated or outspoken that I just want to go don't you see what she's doing right don't do that don't listen to her I don't think it's you opinionated know. I think you just want to like you said you want to protect them yeah yes shortcutter yes let me right. give you a shortcut right right <laughs> this path instead of don't that go through path. this long one yeah I know so I feel all of your transportation woes. Yeah? Yes, because I do not have the bright open skies either. And then by the time you come home from cheer or soccer or whatever it is, it's the dinner craziness and the kids are late to bed, which means getting up early is a pain. And and not only that, but we have, do you have a late start this year? Yeah. Yeah, we have late start now at 825. Mm -hmm. So she's staying up later than I am now. And I'm not so sure. It's like, wait a minute. I like to be the last one up, make sure everything's taken care of. I can't hold on anymore because I have early start with the other one. 
Yes, I have that too at my house. That was another thing I was going to ask you guys. Georgia has never been a night owl, and she is. Like, if I would leave her alone, I think she'd stay up till midnight on a school night. I don't, I don't let her. Yeah. Like, I'm like, 9.30 is when I want her to be in the bed, like, calm, coming down from the day. Sometimes between 9.30 and 10 asleep, because she wakes up at 6. So that's really not even enough. I really, she really needs to be, like, asleep by 9 to get yeah. the right mm-hmm. amount of time. But... I mean, then she feels like she has no life. So I go, okay, 9.30. 9.30 in the bed. Read for a minute. You know, relax for a minute. Turn the lights out. Asleep by 10, at least. And boy, she is pushing it every day. 10.15, 10.20. And I keep saying, this is not my rule for me. This is for you because remember when I pick you up from school tomorrow, every day you say, I'm so tired. This is why I'm so tired because you won't go to sleep when you're supposed to. But it's that want, I think, of autonomy. And their natural clock when they get to be this age shifts to later. Right. But, I mean, she's got to be at school at 7. Or, no, she's got to be at the bus at 7. So there's... What time does school start? 7.50. Oh, 7.50. Yes. There's a big push for this late start for everybody. Have you been hearing about that? Yes. It's since they changed it. I have to admit, it's really nice. I mean, it's messed up my schedule in the morning because now, now I'm getting up at, you know, six still to get her brother out. But then I have like, oh, well now I have like a half an hour after he left. It's kind of like lost time. Yeah. And then I get the start of my day going later because she doesn't have to be there until 825 now. Every day is 825? Every day it's 825. Oh, no, they have intermittent late start days. <clears throat> yeah, no, they went from starting school at 750 to starting school at 825. Okay. So it kind of messes up the beginning of my day. So if I have to go to work, then I'm trying to catch up. And she, and probably rightfully so, is staying up till... 10, 10, 30, 11, mm-hmm. which is probably not great either. Yeah. Yeah. I find too that my daughter is not listening to me. Like I'll be talking and, and, and it's not like she's not even being defiant. It's not going in. She's some, she's somewhere else in her brain. And I'll say like, did you feed the dogs? And she'll just keep walking. And I go, right. Hey, <laughs> did you right. feed the dogs? I do notice that too. Do you? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. It's not just <laughs> Like, wait, what? But I know you said something. What? Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I wonder if it's because something's going on. Uh, who was explaining to me the other day about the the frontal lobe is yeah. what's developing right now? Oh, interesting. That's right now in their lives. The frontal lobe is like shedding and creating new neuropathways. That's what's happening right now. So a lot of stuff is not going to be working. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're like high level thinking doesn't work right now. They're, they're pretty much like eat, sleep, drink, you know, <laughs> like that's kind of all that's going on is the basic <laughs> and everything else is just shedding, is pruning. Wow. Um, so I wonder if that's what it is, because literally I'll say, I've asked you four times. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you fed the dog? You yeah. feed the dogs every day. Yeah. That's your job every day. But four times, have you fed yeah. the dogs? I never heard you. And I really believe <laughs> she never heard yeah. me. So then I just start getting really frustrated. <laughs> what do I need to do to be heard? Right. Do I have to put a clown suit on? Right. Or you know, walk on stilts, juggle while yeah, talking? Yeah. What, about, yeah. what, what, what can I do? Sometimes I go... Look me in the eyes. Are right. you listening? And then do you feel like a crazy person? Yes. And you're like, what am I doing? Look at me. Yeah. And they're like, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah, you're being so crabby. And I'm yeah. like, seriously? I just asked you four times. Right. Why are you yelling? I said, I didn't yell the first three times. <laughs> By the fourth time, yes, I'm yelling. I, I, yeah, I kept going. I keep, I start walking around the house. I'm good. And I go, I start going. Nobody here in this tone. <laughs> Nobody understands what it's like to be me in this house. No one listens to me ever. And I'm sick of it. And then yeah. they're like, oh, were you talking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've been asking all of you questions. <clears throat> it's happening with Isla, too. Remember how I said Georgia's young? Isla's not. <clears throat> so Isla's stuff's happening for Isla. Earlier than it did for Georgia. Uh. <coughs> Sorry, I blew out my voice. 
demonstrating. <laughs> the same thing happens with Drake as well. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. And the same thing. You can talk to him to your blue in the face. It's like, put, put that hoverboard away. If anybody's thinking about getting a hoverboard, don't. It's the most irritating thing <laughs> in worry. the entire universe unless you're on it. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, put that, why? Put that thing away. Oh, just back and forth and into the counters and the cabinets <laughs> and into the like freshly painted walls. Oh, so he's riding it in the house? Oh, he rides it uh, all the time. Oh, that's yes, so funny. Constantly in the right. house. He's putting the dishes away on the hoverboard. I'm like, oh what? my God. It's enough to drive you crazy. That's funny. But I- um, I've taken to sending them texts. I was but, like, here's your list of same things to do because I know you're looking at your phone. Right. So I'm sending you a Smart. text. See the dog. That. Do the dishes. And I'll walk by something that they've left on the ground. It's like, oh, that's okay. When you leave that there, it just means that's eh, mom's got it. So right. when I'll pick it up, I was like, it's okay. Mom's got it. <laughs> and they're like, well, I was going to pick that up. Whatever. Yeah, sure right. you were. Whatever. I started... I think it's been this week or last week. I got so tired of them not like putting their lunch dishes in the dishwasher. Yep. And then we, next morning or nothing, I need them for the next lunch, you know? And and so we get to the front door because we all get there together at the end of the day. And I said, okay. Yesterday I was like, what's mom going to say? And they get so mad at me. But it, it's like, take your shoes off and put your your lunch dishes in the dishwasher. Shoes off, dishes in. Shoes off, dishes in. So I sit like 10 times before I even open the door. And I go, before I lock the door, what's mom going to say? And Gabriella <laughs> said it and Penny wouldn't. I'm like, what's mom going to say? I'm not going to open the door. Shoes off, dishes in. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's like a two-year-old over again. It is. Like it is. These are the first two things you have to do. Yeah. Because for the last how many years you haven't done it. Yep. That's exactly what's happening in the brain. The same yeah. thing that happened when there was a toddler. Yeah. The exact same growth process is happening now. Yeah. My mother-in-law told me that years ago. She was like, it is, they, they duplicate. Thank so whoever God. you had as a toddler, that's who you're going to have as a teenager. If they tantrumed, if they threw things, if they cried, if they were overly emotional, if they overreacted, that's who you're going to have as a teenager. So you can kind of go ahead and batten down the hatches and go, okay, Ida's going to be really volatile with her feelings. And George is going to cry at everything, <laughs> at nothing. Oh, I cut my finger. And you're like, okay, it's a paper cut. Yeah. <laughs> no need. And she's been accurate. I mean, Georgia sometimes will just cry and go, I have no idea why I'm crying. I'm just crying. I'm like, you're just releasing stress. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's go- let it go. And then I will get really angry for, for nothing and really vocal about being really angry and not understanding why she's angry. It's exactly the way they were as toddlers. It's really right. fascinating. Right. That is fascinating. That's good to know. It is really like, good to know. a little insight. Yes, to go, okay, the boundaries that were run over as a toddler are going to be run over now. So then I can anticipate. Georgia never broke a rule, never broke a rule as a kid. She was such a teacher's pet kind of girl. And she doesn't seem to be doing it now, you know, a little ways. But I'm not worried about her sneaking out of the house or, you right, know, right, right. none of that. Because she didn't do any of that stuff as a toddler. Yeah. Isla, we'll see. She didn't break rules, but she was just kind of oblivious to them. She wasn't defiantly going, watch this, crack, I'm going to break yeah. this. She just would crack, break this and go, oh, that was wrong? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was wrong. <laughs> just Sorry. to see what happens. Yes, just to see what happens. So I'm interested to see what that means for her as a teenager as far as, you know, boundaries go for her own health and safety, if she just goes, oh, well, jumping off a rock into a river sounds good to me. Let's do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go, Hold on. <laughs> May not be the best plan. Right. So, anyway. So, overall, first year of high school good? <clears throat> I thought it was super easy, you know? Also, we didn't have a lot of homework. They, they the, the uh, administration told them to weigh homework really low on their overall grade. So the teachers really don't give a lot of homework. That's great. Yeah. And I, uh, and, but not for AP classes. She didn't take any AP last year, but friends of hers did. And I know they had a lot of homework. So either that school is saying, we know AP, they, they encourage APs. So they want to give the kids enough time in the evening to do the AP homework. Right. So the other classes don't have a lot, I guess. I, I'm trying to figure it out. But um, yeah, it was it was easy. And I think not having a lot of homework really helped. Of course. Yeah. She was home helping me with dinner wow. because she didn't have homework. That's amazing. Yeah, we cooked together. 
That's yeah. what's happening with Isla. Isla doesn't have a lot of homework. Her academy has almost no homework. We're switching. And um, <laughs> yeah, right. She helped me cook dinner last night. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. She you made awesome. homemade ketchup. And I was right. like, what do you think about that ketchup? She went, best ketchup I've ever had in my entire life. I'm just <laughs> making homemade awesome. ketchup. I was like, let's do it. Let's yeah. just can some homemade ketchup. Right. But yeah, it's because she had no homework. It's because she had no homework. Yes. It's she, she had maybe 15 minutes worth of homework right. last night. God, that's great. It's nothing. And and sometimes I look at it and go, huh, <laughs> huh, is this good? I don't know. Are you going to be just murdered when you get to high school? But yeah, I don't know. It It is delightful to to have yeah. her help Spend me. Spend some time in the Spend afternoon with your kids. Yes. Yeah. One of her, her math teacher last year said, I'm not going to give you homework on the weekends because you need to go home and uh, help your parents mow the lawn. So he was, he was like all for meaning, you know, go spend time with your families. Yeah. Go help your parents. Yeah. Go be a person. Yeah. Not just a student. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. That overall first year for you. Um, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Like part of it was besides, you know, the stressful academics and feeling hurt for them, not being able to figure out the social things that you wanted them to. Uh, I think it was on whole really fun. Like she was involved in a lot of different things. You know, it was fun to go to the football games and all the events at the school and that type of stuff. And I think, um, I think it was good. Good. I think it was good. I'm not so much worried about the grades because that'll, you know, it's freshman year. Yeah. This year will be a little bit different. Yeah. But um, I would like to have her settle down in a solid friend group and be good with that herself. Mm-hmm. And then just actually embrace how much fun it is. Because right. right now, I think for her, a lot of it's work and there's a little bit of a negative attitude, but... I, I would like for her to be like, oh, wow, we get to do so much stuff. I should really try and enjoy this and embrace it. Right. So I I think it was good. Good. Yeah, freshman year I think was good too. I know Georgia, Georgia never said to me, because I check in all the time, how's it going? You know, if you don't mm-hmm. like the school, we can go to another school. But you have to talk to me and tell me how you're feeling about friends, school, academic, sports, whatever, because I can't read your mind. So I'm here to listen. And I know she had told some other adults like Sandy and a couple other people that she didn't like this school. And I've, I went to her and said, I've heard from three adults in our life that were not connected to each other that you're not happy in this school. So I need to know that so I can help you either be happy in this school or go somewhere else because I don't really care what high school you're in. I care that you have a good experience. Um, and she was like, you know, I think every high school has something that would be wrong. Right. So I think that for the most part, I'm happy here, but it's not perfect. It's not 100%. There are things I would like to change. And um, but but she said, I think that I would go to another school and I'd feel the same way. They'd be like, it's not perfect. There are things I would like to change. And they may be the same things as I'd like to change here. And they may be totally different. So she said, to be honest with you, I'd rather just stay here. Because I really like the teachers, and I really like the way they teach, and <clears throat> that part I really like. So if that's what school's supposed to be about, then I'd rather just stay at this school. So I think overall it was good, but it was not flawless for Georgia. And it wasn't flawless for me either with all the driving and the softball. But but she decided to stay, even though I was like, I'll pull you out. We'll go anywhere you want, and, you know, if we can get in to a different school I'm all for it I have no problem doing that she made I think it was good for her to feel like she could make that decision I'm not sure why she didn't feel comfortable telling me that in the first place that I had to find out from other adults that Mm -hmm. she was saying that which I asked her also I was like you know that's I, I, I don't know how I could have been more open to in saying let me know when there's a problem but but that's what I'm here for. And I'm glad. I just said, I'm really glad you said that to the other adults. And I'm glad that the other adults felt compelled to tell me, hey, just so you know, your daughter's not happy. Because I, I need to know that because my job as your mom is to be your support system. It doesn't mean that you always have to be happy. But to be your support system is what's important, you know. Um, and I didn't tell her. I told her Sandy told me. 
and two other adults. Because she, I can bust Sandy <laughs> anytime. Right. That's just right. no problem. I busted Sandy. I was like, Sandy and two other people. <laughs> so I didn't tell her who the other people were. Um, but she probably could figure it out. She probably figured out who she'd talk to. Do you think that part of it also is like a teen thing? Like sometimes I think that like T will say things just because she thinks it's the thing to say. Oh, school sucks. Right. Yes, I do. I do think that's part of it. And I do think I know in one conversation with one parent, that parent's daughter was genuinely having a very hard time. Mm. And I think George's personality sometimes is to be like, Empathize. oh, totally. I had a really hard yeah, time yeah, too. Yeah. To make to make them feel like they're not having mm-hmm. such a bad time. So I think with that one parent, that might have been it. And and it might have been that way with Sandy a little bit too, because Sandy's girls go to another all girls Catholic school and they are really happy. And I think she may have been poo pooing her school to make them feel better. But that's only part of it. Part of it is true. You know, she wouldn't have said some of it if it weren't partly true. Right. So. You know, I can't I can't get in her brain and figure out how much is true and how much is not. I could just say, how can I help you with this? And hope that she lets me. And if she doesn't, then like you said, this is something she'll have to walk and figure out herself. Mm-hmm. And I'll help her with it. Mm-hmm. But she seems much better this year. Um, I, I'm not better is a wrong term, I guess. She seems kind of the same. But she she doesn't seem to... She hasn't been saying that anymore to anybody. Yeah. So I guess that's good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I did ask Gabrielle about it um, on one of our drives in the morning. I'm like, I'm doing this podcast. And is there something you want to tell me about freshman year or how when or anything like that? And she was just more like uh, saying she was really happy she joined a sport. Um, and she was really happy she went to homecoming and the dances and got involved where some of in her group didn't want to go and they didn't go. Yeah. And now the, those girls regret it and will be going this year, they say. Yeah. But she's really glad that um, she made the effort to join stuff. Right. Right. Um, so that was her advice for anyone who has kids or parents looking, listening to this, that getting ball involved right. really made a big difference, especially at a school that you don't know anyone. Yeah. I think Georgia would probably get that same advice um, to get involved. Right, same thing. Sign up for a sport, yeah. a club, push yearbook, all of that. Push yeah. it, you know, yeah, make make it happen. Out of your and, comfort zone. Yeah. And trust that everybody else there is pretty much out of their comfort zone yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they know everybody there. It's yeah. a whole new freshman year. Yeah. It's a whole new ball game. So, right. yeah, it's normal. All right, well, thanks, ladies, for Thank filling you. me in. Thank you. Hope it helped some people listening who have freshmen. Yeah. Good luck. Yes. Yeah. Look out for that sophomore. What is it? Sophomore. Sophomore, sophomore split. split. Look out for the sophomore split. I don't worry no about it. That it's going to happen. It's normal. It's normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's the face.